Okay, and then we'll talk about stuff. Going to do a new thing, Four Corners at the Round Table. It's not really a round table, is it? No. It's, what, one, Octagon? two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight-sided. So what's eight-sided? Octagon. Octagon. Well, no, wait a minute. A hexagon is five, right? Eight-sided is octagon. Okay. <laughs> I watch UFC a lot. So, so we're going we're, we're gonna to do the Four Corners of the Octagon Table. And this is what each one of you going to do. What, what have you been doing? No, no, no. Yes. I've done nothing. Well, okay, that's, that's all I'm going to say. That's right. <laughs> done nothing. That's okay. Well, if you guys are, you, you don't have any sound effects, Justin? No. I, can, I can fart if need be. No, no I got that. Did, I, I, I got that taken care of. Right. Right. You're going to be leaving <laughs> if he sparks. <laughs> I got that taken care of. Uh, we ready? Are you ready to roll, Chris? You're still, you're still messing no, around. I'm ready. You ready? Hello, everybody. Good. Let's just say hello, boys and girls. This is a motorcycle man episode one forty two. Hi. I am Ted here in the V Twin Cafe. Over in the uh, <laughs> wrong way, wrong way, wrong way. Here in the corner booth. And um, I'm here with. Uh, we're gonna we go through everybody. <laughs> you're having a fucking hard time today, aren't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> you're like slow. You're like, uh, we are doing a podcast. All right, but I had to turn, the, you know, the things weren't loud enough. Um, and we're here with Timbuktu. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the show. And Chris the Joker. Eight years later, that wasn't me. <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> and of course, Justin Shoes Brown. 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 Justin Shoes. All the way. All it. Here we go. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Little tap dancing. <laughs> Not very loud, is it? All right. How's it going, boys? How's everything? Wonderful. It's awesome outside. It's awesome outside. Yeah, it's going to be like this all week. Did you ride your bike over? I didn't. What? Uh, I have no, a like, reason. Hey, I didn't either. I have no, 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 no. Hold on. No, before, no, no, no. I got the no, 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 no. Before the firing squad, I have good reasoning. I was. What? Uh, hold, hold it. I was just getting into it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was. Um, it was very gay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Justin. Well, let's go around the four corners of the octagon table, and let's start with me. No, we're not going to start with me. We're going to start with Justin. What's going on in Justin's corner of the octagon table? (laughs) Well, uh, the reason I didn't ride today was I was dropping off my uh, engine cases and flywheels for my iron head to get put back together so I can now finish rebuilding my motor. Nice. So wait, that wait, wait, wait. I could so not, there you I have could a project. Not, I could not do real that project. on my motorcycle. Wait, so, wait, stop. Uh, I did wait, it in my truck. Wait, wait, what's Ironhead? What? Where? What? <laughs> what's this about Ironhead thing? Well, you don't know, you don't know how he, has, he has a chopper he's building? I see. I did not know that. Yes, he actually has more than one motorcycle. <laughs> and and, don't you know and neither one are electric. Not <laughs> 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 his fucking phone. <laughs> 
So okay, so you're you're rebu- you're building this iron head chopper. Yeah. All right. Um, what size engine first? Thousand cc. Okay. Nice. Fair. Nineteen eighty iron head. It's been apart for a while. Uh, finally got the cases back from powder coat. Uh, got the flywheels balanced, and uh, when pressing them back into the case, you got to be really careful um, because if you don't do it properly, you can knock the flywheels out of balance. So I'm leaving them in the trusted hands of uh, Walter over at Kickstart Cycle. So nice. dropped those off to him today, uh, and because I didn't want to bungee cord them to the back of my Road King, I figured it, today was a Jeep day. But uh, no, the, the rest of the week I'll for sure be riding. So bungee cording things to the back of your bike is bad. Uh, yeah. Not if they need to stay in balance. No, <laughs> I, I would imagine. Yeah, I would think so. Okay. And when do you anticipate this project being complete? <laughs> uh, well. When did you start it? Realistically. I don't know, honestly. I you mean, think? it's one of those things where I do it when I've got free time and I have very little Okay. Of that, did so. you have a motorcycle license when you started it? Yes. Okay. <laughs> but honestly. Well, uh, will you be able to ride it when you are done? It's probably been like five years in the making so far. It's been a very okay. long time. Ah, okay. But wow. Not five years consistently working on it, but I started the project five years ago. So you don't think it'll be done this if season? I, if I put together the amount of time I've actually spent on it, it's probably like two months. Okay. <laughs> you well, know what I mean? mean? But it's been five years coming. But no, so it's, what's uh, left to do besides well, the so, so at this point, once I put the motor back together, that's the major part of it. Then basically, um, I have to, once I put the motor at least sat back in, uh, I can figure out where the tire is going to sit based on the chain length. Then I can actually mount the uh, the fender that I'm going to run. Then I can get the seat figured out that I'm going to put for it. Then it's basically just a matter of painting everything. And uh, is this going to be a hardtail? Yeah. You're sick. <laughs> that's But you are going to put a Springer seat on there. Right? No. no. What? No, well, you don't old, like your back chopper, at all, do right? you? <laughs> I'm doing like an old school king and queen. You really, yeah, old you school really chopper. I build, I build a little support into. Uh, What's the rake on it? I don't know the degrees, but I will tell you the fucking thing is like nine and a half feet long. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I had to build. Uh, I couldn't find a motorcycle lift that was long enough for it, so I built uh, like a makeshift lift out of a wood. You know, I built it out of wood. So it's. So is the front end going to be? Is it going to? By the way, at the bars, is it going to be? Front, is it, the front is end will be, be in Garwood while the <laughs> rear end's still at my house. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I was, what I was going to ask you is: Is it going to be tall or is it just going to be stretched out? There's it's a just, difference. No, it's just stretched out. Okay. It's uh, you, you sit position wise, it's kind of level seating the way you would be on a regular bike. It's just a long front end. All it's right. not like it's pitched way up, and I'm like leaning crazy back. What do they call Raga? What do they call that? They call, they they have a name for that kind of uh, that kind of bike. Well, that's style frame is like the Swedish style frame. No, they they have a name for that kind of bike, and I can't remember what it's called. It's, you it's, don't have a sugar bear front end, do you? No, I have a girder front end. All right, I have no is idea it, what they just said. Is it a Springer front end? Or no? It's a girder. So basically, a girder is similar. He has a design. girdle front end. Yeah. I took it from Grandma. Uh, <laughs> a, a girder front end is... Can I draw on this? On the back, yeah. So this will be the prize at the Cycle Gear event. If you have the girder front end... <laughs> if you have the girder front end drawn on the back of this sticker... All right. Like, oh. Okay. I get it. It was dumb. Oh, that, that was, was brilliant. I, honestly, I was. I liked it. 
I really did. At least know. you did. I'm not. Why you know did I, I, uh, this is plastic, though. Give me something else to draw. Um, a girder front's a little bit different because a girder front, in, whereas a springer is a two piece at the bottom, a girder is solid at the bottom, and all the suspension takes place up in the top. So you basically have like a box built at the top, and the, the coil spring sits in that, and that's what pivots while the V on the oh, bottom. I get you, I get you. These two pieces are what move. I know what And this doesn't move at all, whereas on a Springer, you've got your solid, and then your front, the fork in front, is basically what works up and down against the springs up top. So it's a little bit different. I see. It's boxed up top. Did those forks fit in your truck when you brought it home? (laughs) (laughs) Well, let me ask you this. I mean, what's better? Uh, It's Uh, just two different designs, really. Not better. It's all about it. Which one is cushier, or don't you care? Uh, Apparently I mean, not. If he's going see, to hardtail, yeah. he doesn't say, care. You're, not you're building that bike. You're not building it for combat. Yeah. Uh, you're not yeah. riding, <laughs> you're he's he's going to bounce the front end. You can see yeah. him doing it. Like uh, in uh, 21 Days uh, Under the Sun? 21 like Days Under the Sky. That was a great yeah. movie. That was, yeah, that movie, was yeah. a great fucking movie. Um, right. That was a great I just know that with movie. choppers, when the, the further out it is, the squirrelier their handling becomes in the front. Yeah, I mean, choppers also, you're not... They turn worth the shit too. Yeah, I mean it's like driving a cruise ship, but yeah. um, <laughs> it's. Uh, Have you driven many cruise ships? <laughs> <laughs> um, it, they're they're different because, I, I mean, look, let's face it, you're not you're not building a chopper to, uh, you know, do. You're not going to do an iron butt on a chopper, right? Well, no, I, I mean, not unless you really hate yourself. Bar. Um, well, yeah, because I mean, there's just differences in like functionality. I mean, it's going to have. It's going to be real bare bones, you know. No rear suspension, barely any front suspension with the way that the rake is. Um, you know, and then no front brake because with it being that far out, if the wheel was even slightly turned and you hit that front brake, the whole bike's going to want to fold. So you're basically running. Jeez, we know how that happens, right, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> so you're basically running, you know, rear brake only, and it's just real bare bones, just real cool, uh, you know, 60s, 70s style chopper. Yeah. Because... How, how many gallon tank you putting on it? It's like one. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like <laughs> you're gonna take a Sportster peanut tank. Let's see how many sixteen point nine fluid ounces. <laughs> it's about the same as this water. So bottle. basically, you just want to start it up and drive it to the end of the driveway. You ride it to the gas station, <laughs> and you just go. Yeah, it's a gas station bike. That's like yeah. this gas station, the gas station. Okay. It's, a, it's, an, Have ex, you, it's an Exxon Hopper. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> Exxon Hopper. Tim, what's going on with you? Anything? I have no motorcycle news at all. At all. Did you, so you, have you been shopping? <sighs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm looking for a truck right now. I need a truck. You need a truck. I have truck issues, so i got to right. get out of my truck and get to You want to buy another used piece of crap? So. Uh, yeah, exactly. That's what I'm getting. Okay. I'm better, a better used piece of crap. Okay. All right. Chris. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you have something to tell us? I don't know why did I didn't talk about it at the uh, Harley. Uh, you wanted to let the dust well, that's settle. Because actually, I don't think nothing big of it because it happened. I don't well, know, it I don't happened. even know if I told you. Two weeks ago, I got hit. I heard. Yeah. Not from you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Jimmy a, James. It was around on the interwebs. He drove by when it happened. That's why. Oh, he did? Really? Yeah. Oh, how about that? Good to have a friend. So tell us what happened. Uh, simple as that. Somebody was parked and just literally pulled out right into me. And how fast were you going when this happened? Thank God I wasn't going fast. I was maybe 10 miles an hour, 15 miles an hour. Maybe slower than that. You got crawling, practically? But yeah, because it was the center of town. I was coming up to coming up to light. 
right in the center. And explain to me where you were. Oh, oh, you were on you were on South, South Avenue, Avenue, right? South Avenue okay, okay. And Walnut. Oh yeah, right, right next the, to the Pairings uh, 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 restaurant. Okay. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking That's about. That's exactly wow. where it And so, what happened to you? Did you fall over? Yeah, I mean, it was weird. I was it was kooky because I was just riding, and then suddenly I was sideways on the ground. <laughs> oh crap! I was like, man. That's it was one of those things you, you didn't see it coming at all. Like that's that's how that's how abrupt he pulled out and just hit me on the side. Damn, man. Yeah, like I was up and then I was sideways on the ground. So like, how, what how, the fuck just happened? How many <laughs> how many seconds before you got pissed off and wanted to kill somebody? <laughs> I feel. Uh, I mean, I I got up and I was like, ooh, all right, I'm alive. And then I picked my shut my bike off, picked my bike up immediately. Right, your bike was still running when it fell over. Well, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, you think it just automatically should get a switch? Well, <laughs> no, I thought. They do. Well, they I, do I, I, well, I th- thought because you had it in gear, obviously, that as soon as it fell over and your hands came off the bars, it would yeah, have it was, stopped. It was still, still running, like it was quick. How about that? Okay. And it didn't go nowhere. It didn't, well, you must have been in neutral then. Didn't didn't creep. No, no, it wasn't in neutral. And and then why, a, then the guy it? came running up, and I was like, "Dude, man, what the fuck." <laughs> drive much? I, I mean, I, I I was like in such I was in such shock. I was like, "What the fuck, man!" And no, just, sorry, sorry, sorry. I was so like the whole say I'm bothered by it. Like I, I didn't even mention it until somebody had brought it up to me on uh, Facebook because I had posted something, and then I'm like, "Yeah, I don't, I don't even give a shit about talking about it." Wow. Well, fuck. So what kind it's of damn fucking annoying? That, yeah, well that's just it's it. Fucking it annoying. Yeah, that, I know. that stupid little thing like that, and this guy, and it was like nothing. If anybody else, there was nothing you could, I could have done about it because it was just abrupt. Like he just flat out pulled out without looking right into me. Like I wasn't even there. Wow. Now, like how, I, was, how, I was riding and then there was a car on my leg pushing me. So <laughs> what happened to you? What, what, any, <laughs> any injuries, first of all? No, nah, I got a scrape on my leg and then uh, bent the back brake pedal on my bike. So that's the only thing that happened to the bike? You, as far as I know, the problem I always have, I always have this thing about accidents, just like the, the, the bad one I had a couple of years ago. is like, what does it do to the bike long term? You know what I'm saying? Like, what little thing got jogging? It doesn't loose, go up hills anymore. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to get weird. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, gen, I have that little, uh, that, little, uh, ga- that little leak, that little gasket leak. I, I firmly believe that was caused by the, the bad accident a couple of years ago. Because that, that one was a hard, hard hit. But but you know, dense aside from your brake pedal, I got a hitting. little ding and then in the front fenders, barely noticeable. Okay, I lucked out, and the bags on the left hand side kept the bike from touching the ground. Literally, well, that's good. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. So you went uh, right away, and you went out and you bought uh, engine guards. Yeah, an I engine bought guard. an engine guard after the crash. After the crash, very good, good timing. <laughs> I've been wanting to get them too. Yeah, for I know, a long time. I know. Yeah, and you also got a new brake pedal. Yeah. Now you got this from a place called Fallen Cycles. Yeah, Fallen Cycles in Florida. Awesome. I, I, I happened to check out their website. It's pretty cool. You can get anything you need for your bike, pretty much. Dirt cheap. And you got you got those uh, the engine guards real good price, too. 79 bucks. That's not bad. And you installed them already, right? Yep. Should we end the debate now? No, we should get end the, end the debate. Let's ask the man. All right, ask the man. Now. Uh, engine, well, because we found out that it's different on uh, different model bikes. The engine guards on the bottom. Did we go on the outside of the frame or on the inside of the frame? Because I found two different, uh, and I think different it, kinds of bikes. One's on the outside of the frame. It may depend. Well, it, 
and then it's going to depend on the bike. I mean, it depends on where. And reason, and I'll tell a you lot why. Of them, Mine are installed. Mine logically engineering. It seems more logical for it to be on the outside. So if I you think that would apply to every bike. The the impact um, is going to be spread across through the frame and exactly. the and the and right. the engine guard. Right now, it's going to be go through the. Bolt. It's just going to yeah break fr- the bolts off. It's going to break the, ma- the bolts off, and the fucking thing's going to come right off. The majority of them are on the outside. I'm trying to think. But the reason why I said because on my bike, the right side brake caliper and the way the the floorboards are. You can't. I can't put it on the outside on that side. That's why I told you it's on, in the way on my soft tail. They're installed on the inside, right? Yeah, but like I For said, you don't reason. know. You don't know if that was done by the dealer or done by. Or, yeah, was well, that done I think correctly. Uh, I'm now, thinking. Now I want to look at a picture. I'm trying to see if I have a picture. Well, if I show you the picture of mine, you'll, I have a picture on my bike. Well, you know what? Yours was, and he's got a road king, but that's a different bo- different frame. So but, it yeah, might be still, different. But still, his bike comes that way from the factory. What? See, comes with the uh, with the engine guard on it, so they so, put it on the inside. So it's, it's on the outside. Now again, I have a soft tail frame just like you. Same, so it it should, be, your frames are identical. They're exactly identical. It's exact identical. Because I put my, I installed the bottoms of mine on the inside. That's I don't know. honestly without looking at it in front of me. It's and I after I did it, I was just like, wait a minute, structurally that doesn't seem right. What well, uh, I tell you because what, if here, you fall over you and it's not going to. That crash bar is not going to. Uh, it's going to go by the bol- bolts. Right. Well, How much? <laughs> that bolts one bolt broke. One bolt broke. This Dude, yeah, I was just tightening one bolt and broke. <laughs> well, look at it this way. Um, That's because it was a seventy-nine dollar engine guard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. The bolts I got from Home Depot. <laughs> yeah. Well, just look at it this way. Uh, once you clamp those bolts down with, uh, you have washers, oh, I you put lock nuts and, and, and all you, kinds as of once you lock that thing it. down, it all becomes one solid piece. And if you go on to go on to uh, Copart and look at any of the bikes that are damaged there or that have engine guards, and you'll see that the engine guards are simply folded. They don't collapse in; they fold over. Which is protecting you. Which is yeah. Which is the object of the credit. That's the point. That's the point of. They're not preventing crushing. It's preventing anything from smashing. Anything that strong is going right. to crush anything. Exactly. No if it's going to if it's going to crush the frame, it's going to crush anything. It doesn't matter. The idea is to keep. The bike off the ground. That's what I just do, I do think you should change those bolts to hardened bolts. Absolutely. Instead of using the bolts that you got from Home Depot, you got to get hardened bolts. Who do you get that from? Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, um, I, uh, an auto hey. parts store or hey. a motorcycle parts store, or even Ace. Believe it or not, Ace Hardware has that shit. Yeah, you got to yeah. get hardened bolts. So, yeah. is the engine guard still on the bike? Yeah, no, it's fine. Okay. I install, right. It's got uh, installed it really good. So. Now, how do you how do you like riding with the with the engine guard on? It's a bike like now? it's it's always been on there. Does, 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 have you put your feet on, on on top of the pegs now? No, no, you haven't done that yet. Huh. Right. I, I haven't gone any long uh, highway rides yet. Oh, okay. Well, I, I I even use it when, if I'm going forty miles an hour or more. I'll put my feet up on the pegs. At least I'll put one foot up just for the hell, just for comfort. Huh. I do that in my car. I put my leg up. <laughs> <laughs> but it's weird now that it, now that I have it. Like I said, now I have it on the bike. It's like it's always been there. Yeah, does it? Well, they don't really get in the way of anything. No, they don't. Because the placement, the placement, and how they look, it fits the bike. It looks great. But it's almost like it's been there all the time now. Like it just like it doesn't. Now you got to get soft lowers. I have yeah. these. I have these soft lowers. They buckle. On, they buckle right on around the engine guard. Oh, they're great, man. They're awesome. Oh. So, oh, so you can put your foot off to the side? No. No, it, it keeps it, the... It, yeah. it protects... It, it basically... Oh, oh, I know. Seals okay. off 
that whole engine guard. So, like, if it's pouring rain, you can throw those things on real quick, keep them in your saddlebag, throw them on real quick, and your legs are going to stay dry. Oh, wow. It also keeps the wind off your leg, too, if you're doing highway speeds. That's really cool. Oh, i got to look them up. What are they called again? Soft lowers. They clip on in, like, eight seconds. Nice. You you can get them off of of eBay really dirt cheap, too. You know, it's good. Any ri- anybody do any riding? No, I'm not gonna Don't ask. even look I'll, at me. I won't even ask you, Tim. How about you, Justin? Yeah, you I was me? out. Well, all last week, it, you know, any any time I wasn't at work. Um, doing any good yeah. long stuff? No, I I haven't had a chance yet. I haven't had a, a good free weekend yet. Um, I've had shit to do, and I have shit to do the rest of this month too. I don't know when I'm gonna get a long ride in, but um, you know, decent, just bopping around stuff. Yeah. How about you, Chris? Anything did some riding, you know, the general riding around. Yeah. yeah I did a little bit uh, out to Warren County yesterday. And How was that? It was good. Yeah? Told my bike's not going to make weird sounds. Why is it making weird sounds? So, what are you saying? You're saying it won't go up hills anymore? No, no. It, it, goes, goes, it, it works it, fine, but it's just it's doing some weird shit. It's just making weird sounds. Maybe it's the oil? Weird sound that I do not like. A very weird sound. It seems a- to engine sounds or yeah, I don't yeah. know if it's an engine or it's the trans. I mean, it makes it very. Well, you, weird you already sound. changed all your fluids and everything, right? Yeah. Huh? Very weird. And it always seems every time I go up to watch on the mountains, it's scary. Like the up and down. <laughs> it's chattering its teeth. Because I've been uh, outside of that, I take it back and forth to work every day, which is flat ground. I don't hear this problem. As soon as I start going what up in the mountains, sound like? a little bit. I wouldn't want to say a whining, but it, it, I don't know why I'm starting to lean towards more the engine. No, I'm saying, like, what? <laughs> yeah, wait, he's asking you to duplicate the sound. Yeah, yeah I can't. <laughs> no, that's the, I, I ride a Harley, not a dirt bike. Like, <laughs> like, a, like a whirring. You said it's kind of like a whirring kind of a noise? Nah, it just makes like a, I don't know, I would say more, a little more clanky than than. Clutch in, clutch out. Is that type of thing? Nah, it's an engine. It's a definitely when an you're engine moving. Sound. When you're yeah. moving, it's making it. When I'm moving, if I take, if I'm going off on the throttle, I hear it. Could it be since you put the new oil in? So it's when you back off the throttle, you hear it. What? Because I'm trying to do new castrol. I don't think so. So you're saying? So you're saying out. when you back off the throttle, you hear it? Yeah, like if I'm getting on and I go on, I hear it. Hear the like the. Just makes a weird fucking sound, man. What's it okay. Makes a weird fucking sound, and it for like I said, it's bizarre because it only seems like when every time the last time it did it was last week when I went up in the mountains, and I'm going up and down the hills. That's when it started. So making anytime, a there's, sound. A, anytime there's a anytime there's a there's a load on the engine, so it's making a it's noise. It's like oh, what's that? What are you, you developing? You don't like hills anymore? Have you gained weight? I'm a fat fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that might have something to do with it. But um, yeah, it's something something weird is going on. Um, we'll look at it. Yeah, I got a little bit of riding in. Nothing special. Usual back and forth to work. The ass hattery on the uh, Garden State Parkway. And that's pretty much about it. Uh, follow up from last week. We had we were live at Bergen Harley Davidson last week. Yes, that was a yeah, that great was show. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Yeah. It was a lot of, a lot of cool time going on there. Got good people cool, up there. Everybody liked it up there, Justin. Everybody had good time. It was great. Unfortunately, I was busy, so I didn't really get to. to that was a day. You popped day in for too. a hot minute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, I, I listened to it. The next day, and I it, it sounded really awesome. Good, awesome. Did, now, did you sell any bikes on Saturday? Yeah. You did, how many bikes did you sell? Three. Really nice. Mm-hmm. You had a guy named Todd. Did he buy a bike? Yeah. Oh, really? What did he get? Todd got a fat bob. No Ooh, kidding. Nice. He used to be my boss when I worked at Verex. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
It was funny. It's funny to see him. He's like, wow, it was pretty funny to see. That's him. his that first bike. That's his first. He just got his license not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! And he yeah, bought a fat bob. He bought a fat bob. Wow. It's a sweet one. Now is that? Now, I, I, I get confused. The the street bob is the low one. The fat bob is the one with the turned up pipes. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Got. I never got a chance. I want to ride that. I never get a chance to ride it on Saturday. No. Did you ride Come that? Back. The new the new eighteen. The what? fat bob. You brought that. Concerned me. Yeah. Yeah. You wrote yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, last week I had an interview with uh, Phil Freeman from uh, MotoQuest Motorcycle Tours. They go all kinds of tours all over the place. They specialize up in Alaska. They do some tours up there. Soup to nuts, man. They they pay for basically well, you pay for everything, but they provide you with everything from lodging, uh, your meals, the bike. They provide the bikes too. You, they pick you up at the airport, bring you back to the airport. But you know, it's, it's great, great stuff. You know, if, if you and where where is it at? Anywhere you want to go. Where do you want to go? What I don't bikes? know. Montana. Yeah, Montana. Oh, There we go. What bikes Boop. do you ride? Up there. This is the bikes that they have. You can get any kind of bike you want as long as it's a BMW or a Suzuki or an Africa Twin. Honda, Africa Twin. They do have two Harleys that they run. The Street Glide and a Ultra Classic. Big ones. Two good, two good bikes, and they do. They don't just do uh, yeah, adventure tours. They also do uh, road tours. And one of the ones that one of their specials is the uh, uh, Lewis and Clark episode. The Lewis and Clark adventure. Tour. They do tour. Lewis and Clark, isn't it the Lewis. Superman and what? That's <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Lewis. No, you might want to think. You must want to rethink your American history. Like, I, think. <laughs> I don't Superman think Lewis and Clark. What did Superman ride? <laughs> There it is, the uh, Prudhoe Bay Adventure, north to Alaska. Oh, that must be Alaska, nice. Alaska, it's beautiful. Uh, Look at that riding out there, man. Uh, the Trail of Lewis and Clark. You can get any kind of bike you want for this one. There's the bikes that they're renting right there. The BMW F700, F800, 1200GS, the 1200RT, Africa Twin, Electroglide Classic, and the Street Glide. And they go all over Washington State into Montana and through Idaho. It's like that? it's almost like the street glide is the least of all of those motorcycles for as, as far as like adventure riding and, and long term riding. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, I don't know. And um, but there's the uh, single package for uh, eight thousand dollars. Damn! But that includes everything. That gives you everything. So does that say if you bring your own bike, you save twelve hundred? That's yeah. what it says. Wow. Well, guess who's Road Kings going to Washington? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but he's they, they uh, he was t- tell me that there's some people have shown up on totally inappropriate bikes for this. Um, you know, something. Now, is it all on road or is it no? Off-road? Well, no. This particular tour is all on road. Okay. And there are a bunch of other road tours that they do have, but this particular one is all on road. Many of their other like, winding road for ninety nine miles. That's Woo-hoo. fucking great. No, that so. ride must be fucking beautiful. Man. <laughs> My God, can you imagine? So. Yeah, motocross tours. Check that out. I mean, if you want to see what they do, it's a lot of great stuff. It's really, really, really the cool. scenery out there too is just epic. Yeah, and I also had a uh, an interview with Hoagie Carmichael of Hoagie's Heroes. They do long distance charity rides. Um, basically, if you want to get an Iron Butt, a Saddlesore One Thousand, you hook up with these guys, and you will, they will do it. They raise money. It's all for kids' charities. And they will uh, help you get lodging, or if they can, they'll put you up in their house. And they're, they're based in West Virginia. 
and they do all kinds of great rides, and it's all for raising money for kids. And uh, you get your you get a sound store at the same time. You know, a lot more kids nice. offer, right? And uh, Hoagie was quite quite a riot to talk to. Like a good old boy from uh, West Virginia. So um, it's really cool. Is that pretty good? Yeah. And uh, all right, moving on. Cycle Gear. You know about Cycle Gear? Yes. Well, you know they have 136 stores nationwide. You know yes, that? Yes, they do. They do, and they sell stuff. Yes, they do. And if they don't have it, you don't need it. Oh wow! So uh, when you go over to uh, Cycle Gear, you tell them that uh, the motorcycle man sent you. Of course, if you do that in Oregon, they'll say who. <laughs> but if you go to uh, Edison and you see Chainsaw Ginny, and um, I think they should put Sean, a corporate thing out saying motorcycle man. They should. They really should, but they don't. But they, they will. And Tobacco Motorwear, if you want to look great in your riding jeans, you go get Tobacco Motorwear and get yourself a pair of riding jeans. That's or, the Kevlar, right? That's the Kevlar. That's what I'm wearing right now. I know you got the pant, you got the shirt. Too. I got the California riding shirt. Did we clarify? If, can you be shot with those pants on? No, you no. can't. This is not ballistic. <laughs> this is not ballistic Kevlar. I mean, you could be shot in them. Yeah, that was the wrong question. Yeah, the the outcome might not be what you hoped. <laughs> yes, but uh, you you could. Yes, you could be shot. Well, it's not ballistic. No, it is not. It's not ballistic Kevlar. I tell you what, they're they're, they're button fly jeans. And they're the most comfortable. Now, this is, I'm not just saying this for that. But He's this not is saying this because they cut them a check every week. Yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. no, it's not. No. no, they don't. They really don't. I, know. Uh, I but, feel the scar tissue on your knees. Um, <laughs> wow. Now, that I wasn't Go expecting. Go ahead. Tell us wow. how good it is. I, 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 I tell us I how they go. feel. I think I need a drink in a cigarette. <laughs> <now. I don't laughs> They come with their own knee pads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> this this Addy's going to do this. No. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I think I'm getting my ass busted here. Tough <laughs> crowd. Tough crowd. It is the, the most comfortable jeans I've ever worn. <coughs> I'm telling you. Listen, I usually wear Levi 501s all the time. That's all I've ever worn. But I got these jeans, and I'm never, I'm never changing them. These things are super, super comfortable. And uh, they, they also protect my ass. So they're great. What are they called again? Not from what you know. Ge- no, no, you're right. If you have very bad gas, they will not protect you or anyone around you. They will magnify you. it. They will magnify it because Kevlar is a fart magnifier. I don't know if you knew that. Um, but I do have the California riding shirt, and it's it's a gorgeous shirt. It's really, really, and it's very, heavy, very heavy. It's one. It is very heavy. Now here's the thing, and you guys tried it on. It's very heavy. Now here's the thing about it. It's it's I like that actually. I like it's that shirt. great. That shirt. It's great for those in between days where it's too hot for the jacket, but too cold to just wear a t shirt. This is what it's perfect for, and it's Kevlar lined also, and it's got that really badass bandana liner. It's great, but here's the thing: you can't do both. You can't wear because I learned you can't wear the California riding shirt and your leather jacket. You can, but you'll it's be just overkill. It's overkill, but you'll be extremely uncomfortable, yeah. and you feel like you're, I don't know, a bologna sandwich wrapped with you know anything. another bologna sandwich. Another bologna sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> so, but it's really comfortable and it works great. I, I I have it with me. It's it's in my bag. I was I was gonna wear it, but I decided I'm just gonna wear the my leather jacket. But the Kevlar riding. So check them out. You know, when you when you call tobacco. You know, you can tell Dave, anybody, just tell them that the motorcycle men sent you, and they'll come and wash your car. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know if they will or not. I'm just saying. Um, Chris, I, now this is for you. Well, you want to, I'm just a little listener emails real quick. Just uh, very, very quick. But you're going to like the next thing that I have coming up. You're going to really like it. It's a lot of fun. This is just for you. What the hell is going Go back, back, back. 
Give me the sound because you know what I'm waiting for. There it is. Boop. There we are. Uh, you'll find this of interest, um, Justin. This comes from Mike G. He's from New York. He says, heard your show today and, as usual, enjoyed it. A little concerned regarding your discussion of the Harley brake recall. It's not merely changing brake fluid, but from what I read, there are some poorly made or designed ABS parts in the recall bikes. Harley has since changed the ABS brake design, thus limiting the recall to 2008 to 2011 bikes. Changing the brake fluid merely masks the underlying brake problems in those model years. If not every Harley would have been recalled, all model years bikes since they have all been recommended two-year brake fluid change. Herein lies one of the chief reasons for Harley bashing. Harley not acknowledging poor quality even when it affects safety. Justin, go. (laughs) (laughs) I think there's some confusion, obviously, somewhere, because the the recall, at least on this particular quote-unquote break recall, which, like I said, it sucks because it's not really a recall, doesn't have to do with um, defective parts. It truly has to do with the fluid. Some of the previous um, recalls that had been when there was like the clutch recall, those were an issue in the clutch master cylinder. Um, but it, it almost sounds to me like the information coming from this email is mixing uh, information or from dip- confusing. Uh, or combining two different recalls. Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying? So I, there I, was a previous re, uh, recall regarding brakes once before. No, well, there were well, there was a recall that was similar uh, in description that had to do with the clutch master cylinder. Which sometimes when people hear master cylinder, they just assume it's brakes. Ah. So I'm wondering if I'm wondering mm. if lines got crossed because this one's basically just fluid. Well, I'm sure Mike will let us know what he heard. What does Mike ride? What does Mike ride? Mike doesn't say what he rides. He does not say. But he lives in New York. And he doesn't say where. Mike, give us your street address and what, tell us when you're home <laughs> and when you're not home. And we will take care of it from there. All right. Um, as far as goes for other emails from prospective listeners. Prospective listeners or listeners that we have or pretend that we have. That's it. Uh, we got an email from Chris Geis who has to make some comments about uh, something that we should be doing. And we're going to talk about that very shortly. But let me go back to our uh, schedule. Uh, okay. Now, this one's for Chris. You ready? Go ahead. Ready? You're going to like this. What happened? Okay, do I, it again. I give up. No, no, no. Come on. We need that. <laughs> I give up. Uh, he's, give, he's giving take, up. Take your, take your phone. All right, take see, your fucking phone. Get, get, get the, get the sound. I ready. give the fuck up. Get the fuck sound. Well, the ball. Okay, ready? There we go. Wait, okay. wait. Come on. Where's your favorites? Oh, all right. I don't know. Go ahead. It's not gonna, it's not gonna be good without the sound. Sorry. Well, you didn't tell me. Why don't you set me up for this? Yeah. <laughs> I told you the last second. Do. I, th- I, I thought you had favorites set up. I don't have that favorite. That's Chris's What? Favorite. Oh, my God. You know? He has it in that favorite there, but he doesn't want to do it. No, the fucking thing ain't working, dude. Fucking connection keep coming out. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking up. And just write down. I can't write down. I fucking give up. 
They <laughs> lost my dongle, Justin. They lost my fucking dongle. Just right down there was a nine. Fucking there was dongle at least here, nine in there. And they fucking lost it. There's 13. Make it 13. <laughs> ready to go. All right. You ready, Chris? Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Zero motorcycles has a recall. <laughs> All right. Now, the problem, this problem stems from a, uh, a, a part in the, uh, in the engine compartment where it connects. Well, the battery? It's a, ba- it's a battery thing. It's yeah, a battery. Well, the, it's you a, were going to say the engine? There is no engine. <laughs> the battery. Um, okay. Ju- uh, see, Zero just announced a product recall for more than, oh, said, more than 200 2012 model year machines. Sadly, okay, un- unlike the previous recall, this current recall stems from what Zero claims is an, uh, <laughs> is an issue with the cell pouches inside the bike's battery packs. As the packs rub up against the housing holder, oh, they rub. Um, wow. They can wear wear can occur over time, which allows humidity to get inside the pouch and then it and cause the a potential up. electrical short wow. within the battery, and that can cause a fire. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> so here's the one thing that you do have to remember, though, and and I know we we break balls a lot and that sort of thing, but the, the <laughs> thing to keep in mind, whether it's a Harley issue, whether it's uh, an Indian issue, whether it's a Japanese issue, doesn't matter. At the end of the day, these things are mechanical pieces of equipment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So when you produce things, especially at the mass level that all these manufacturers are, you know, eventually you're going to have to work the kinks out and there's going to be shit. And, and well, here's the be thing. Mistakes. Especially new technology. Yeah. But I here's mean, the thing. You know, everybody loses their shit and, you know, it, it gives people who. I've never lost my shit. No, but like you, <laughs> you know, like you have these guys that you like love to Harley yeah. bash the second there's yeah. a Harley recall. But it's like, it's not like it's, oh, that only happens to Harley. I mean, that happens to uh, motorcycle brands. It happens to your fucking toaster. You, you know what I mean? Or your you telephone get, without the dongle. Yeah, yeah. Me, 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 mechanical pieces of equipment are just that. Well, here's yeah. the here's the rub on this. This is not a mechanical issue. Well, that's an electrical me- issue. It's it's just you know, entirely electrical. Yeah. Uh, it's, zero, a, it's a design issue. It's, right. Zero is yeah. warning. <laughs> this is funny. This is the funny one. Zero is warning all owners of affected models to not ride or even charge their bikes. Because they're going to fucking explode. <laughs> <laughs> zero dealers will pick up and fix the bike at no charge to the owners. Affected owners will yeah, be notified by They're coming by in here zero. with full body suits. Yeah. A fucking, like, <laughs> an EPA truck. Like, in, like, it's like go to the house! Go to the <laughs> How many zero dealers are there? I couldn't even tell you. I, 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 mean, I suppose we could look this up if, you, if, you, if you're so inclined. Well, I will go and go. probably linked up with other Zero other motorcycles. And then we're going to go to this. Find a dealer. Find a dealer. The Yamaha dealer in Edison, uh, well, they, they had other bikes. Looks they like had they other a, bikes. They got a shit ton of dealers all around the country. Wow. Yeah. I bet you it's not their dealer. I mean, so what is it like ride from dealer to dealer? <laughs> no, actually, you can, you can go further than that. I mean, they have, you, they, sure? you, know, you just have to, you just have to take it? a day off in between. <laughs> 55 miles? No, 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 no. They, these guys, with the level two, two, two with, 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 like with the level two charger and yeah. battery system. You can get, I think it's pretty near 200 miles. Really? Okay. So acceptable. That's yeah, the, yeah. respectable. Yeah. Of course, like I said, you just have to take a break in between each trip. <laughs> but, and it, but it's stop. But when you have to, when you do have to charge, it takes, what, 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the level two charger can actually charge in like five, I believe. Oh, really? Wow. I believe that's what it was, five hours. But still, 
you know, that's uh, you're getting a room every two hundred miles. Getting a room <laughs> yep. every two hundred miles. Having a big lunch. We're not gonna we're not gonna get into the whole electric no. bike bashing let's thing. Not, let's not go there because yeah. otherwise people will like ride. I still want to. I still want to ride the Harley one, man. Oh yeah, the live wire looks pretty cool. I, I I do think it looks cool. Justin sitting over there. I know something you don't. No, I, I, <laughs> it, uh, I, I, the only thing I know that you don't is that I got a chance to ride it. I mean, it was fun. It, I don't know anything. Yeah, more you than mentioned that. that last time. It was. It was. I mean, honestly, I was really surprised. It really was. Um, I just want to hear the the no sound, like how you know the. It's a. It's a. It's an interesting experience, especially for somebody who's so used to riding conventionally. With, right, right. Yeah. Like, I feel like for somebody who's new, they wouldn't necessarily know the difference. But when you're so used to all the little intricacies of riding, you know, a, a gas-powered motorcycle, to go to that is totally I'm gas-powered right now. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Ke- you know, Kevlar backed, Kevlar, right? <laughs> it doesn't do much for containing. I can tell you. <laughs> no. Um, moving on to so, so, if you want to know a cool a cool diner to stop at, I, I was going to take you to this diner. Talking about destinations and things, somebody had requested that we talk about some of the places we've stopped to eat. Well, I've been to this place, the Cooperstown Diner. Look at the size of this burger that they can serve you, dude. Wow. If you ever want to see something really bad. Now, this is diner. It's the smallest diner ever. It is. I kid you not. That's the diner? That's the diner. <laughs> I will. See, not. I love fucking places like that, man. Dude, let me show you something. I'm going to go. I'm going to do you a favor. That do you fun. all a favor. And I encourage everyone to go to Google Maps and then type in Cooperstown. Cooperstown, New York now. There it is, right there. Cooperstown, right there's Cooperstown, New York. And then you get kind of zoom in on that. And then you go street view and take a look at the Cooperstown Diner. It is the greatest thing you will ever want to see. Boop. Tim, why does your internet not work? No, it was working. It got you there, didn't it? <laughs> no. It's not giving my street view. Oh, here it is. Okay. You're not doing it right. <sighs> Chris, what's the sound? There it is. Look at that. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that is the Cooperstown Diner. you got to put that up on the website. That I, is awesome. How, I want to go there. How deep does that go back? It's the entire inside. I, I kid you not. It's got room on one side for a table on one side. I mean, it has a row. So you have, I can count right. One, two, three, four. It's got five tables on the left that seat four people each. On the right-hand side is the counter or bar, which is like three feet behind the bar and then the bar. And the length from the front door to the, where the kitchen starts is about 20 feet, hmm. maybe 20 feet. But they make the best BLT sandwich I have ever had. Really? Ever. And then they make this burger. It's square. That picture did it no justice. But literally, it's about five or six inches tall. It is the biggest sandwich you'd ever want to see. And it's all pure beef hamburger. Fat, <laughs> fat greasy thing. The but cardiologist it, dream. It is. And that, yeah, that's it right there, man. That's, yes. That's, that's, the, that's the Cooperstown Diner. So you get a chance to stop in there. It's, it's right in the center of Baseball Hall of Fame town. And if with, with Cooperstown, by the way, if you don't know about Cooperstown, I've been there several times. Um, I'm not a baseball fan. It looks I, like I a cool little town. It is a cool little town. But if if you're looking for anything but baseball-related, 
you're going to be sadly disappointed. No, I just like the, the, uh, the it's, way it looks. The, it's uh, really atmosphere. a cool town. It really is. It's, it's got a lot of cool stuff going on. It's got some great cool little shops in town. Um, like a there's a couple great out. little. I mean, yeah, it's got some badass. If you like coffee shops, do you like coffee shops, Justin? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, don't patronize me. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> it's got a couple really badass uh, coffee shops in town, and I tell you what, it's got. A, it's also got. A, they also have a, uh, a lake cruise on Otsego Lake. Mm. You can take a little cruise out there. They got some food and stuff on the boat, just like they did up at Lake George. Great place. I was going to take you here. When we How were, far is Cooperstown? From here, it'll take you. Four no, it'll take you from here. It'll take you four hours and twenty minutes. Is it north? North, very very north. So is it by like Saratoga Springs? No, well, kind of. Well, you're headed that way, but once you, instead of when you go to Saratoga Springs, you, when you get to Albany, you continue on eighty seven and take the north way going north. With this, you continue on the New York State Thruway, which heads west at that point, mm. and then you're going to get off onto uh, Route twenty and take Route twenty west for about an hour. And then you're going to get to Otsego Lake, and gotcha. it's really cool stuff in there. But uh, great little town, man. It's a lot of fun. When we were going to America, we were going to go here. I was going to take you here to get that big, fat-ass cardiac sound. I just want to go to the little fucking diner. That's a great little diner, man. It's and the people great. are so there's people are great, too. So There you go. Cooperstown Diner in Cooperstown, New York. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Uh, do you want to do a little yes. review of the bike that you rode? Uh, when we did, you did you test rode the 2018 Speak Glide. Gonna have to. Did you like it? Yeah, I liked it. <laughs> Was it? Great review, buddy. Great, great, yes. <laughs> great, great. If you were on the fence before, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a different part of the fence right now. Yeah. Well, I yeah. test rode the one last year. Uh, I noticed it, but that was it, the 2017. Was slight right? difference. It was it was uh, even better. I like the bike. That's all I can say about it. He couldn't hear the bike because he had this uh, volume up on the radio. Were you, were you playing the radio? Yeah, I loved it. It was nice having a radio. So, what was the most one feature about that bike that you liked most? Was it the radio, or was it, <laughs> or was it the uh, the power? How did that feel? Did um, did yeah. it put it this way? Did it? Yeah. <laughs> now you wrote. Now you wrote the 2017. <coughs> yes. And now the 2018 is significantly lighter than the 2017. Uh, a little bit. I noticed the did you notice a little that? bit of the weight difference. A little bit. Yeah. Um, and the shaky's even less. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's the biggest thing I, that it would gripe I've only ever had about them, the the street glide and the uh, road glide and, and the electric glide. They're fucking shakies, man, from the older ones. Oh, oh yeah, she's a fucking really idol, man. You're like, no, ten years later, come on. See the fucking see the fucking handlebars go back and forth like. <laughs> Every time Tim came to a stop, he had to readjust his mirrors because they were like, flapping. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And like I said, because I'm I'm, I'm a soft-tailed diva, as I like to say. I know. I'm it's right with you. It's very quiet. I mean, it doesn't shake, barely fucking move at all. I uh, know. I know. I and that's because of the, uh, the what? The counterbalance. The, the counterbalance. You, you rode the new Heritage, right? I did ride the new Heritage. I rode the 2018 Heritage. And you thought? Be honest. <sighs> Be honest. You know, here's the thing. Uh, let, me, let me start I can't, by. I really can't believe that. What? That you you didn't like. Uh, you didn't like. It, it, it put it this way. It didn't wow me like I wanted it to. And I, and I, and I tell you why. I think it's because the test ride was too short. Mm. Majority of that ride, I was in third gear the whole time. Mm. Only once did I get to fifth gear, and that was only for about 15 seconds. I didn't even touch sixth. You got you to gotta ride it. I need, I, need, I, I need a few hours on, on, well, on a bike. This is one of the reasons that I say what I say when you guys say, well, when are you doing demo days? And I say, forget demo days. 
come there and just ride the bike. Because yeah. when you go on a demo day, you're with other people. You're limited to where they take you and how right. fast they're going. <clears throat> it, it's cool, but you can do your own thing. That's what I need. That's what I need with that bike. In order to really feel, to really get a good determination on how I feel, how I can compare that bike to my current heritage, I need to go on more than a half hour, twenty five miles. Does somebody go with you when somebody does that? No. Nope. And how long do you get? I mean, you know, ten, fifteen minutes, whatever it is, whatever you need to ride it the way that you would ride it. Yeah. Okay, so there's no because now the thing is, uh, one of the things I did notice uh, the, the power right away. I could tell the power right away. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. The weight difference was staggering. I could definitely that tell. That, that was that a shocked big with, difference. What they did with the new bikes. You know, with my bike, when you lift it up off the stand, you can feel that weight and it settles in right where you need it. it you could feel that. With the new version, with the 2018, when you did that, I felt like I was going to throw the bike over yeah. because it was that much lighter. Oh, you're so used to it. I was because I was used to the additional. Um, it didn't have the heel shifter on it, which I'm kind of used to. Mm. So that's okay. Um, the windshield was a little shorter than mine, but that was okay too because I didn't feel any difference that way. I liked the power of it. had a, had great pickup. had a great response. The throttle response was excellent. Twist that throttle and go. Uh, the brakes were absolutely fantastic, man. Love the brakes because, with, especially with the front brake, it's ABS, right? Single finger. I was single finger with the brake. Yeah, but ABS is a big thing. That's something I guess you that's something. Had. Yeah, and I didn't have to. The first couple times I squeezed that front brake, I almost I do like I usually do with my bike, and I'm using that two finger, give it a squeeze. But you know, <laughs> hey Justin, can you can you put an ABS system on an older bike? No. Well, for the price you of can, a new bike, but anything is possible. If you're willing to spend the money, but the the easy answer is no. You yeah. have there's so many components that you have to change in an ABS system that it's just not worth it. You could, you can do like I said, you can do anything, but yeah, it's it's not like just here bolt this on and now you've got ABS. I mean, there's <laughs> a lot of things that go into that as far as uh, everything. Elect- electronics and yeah, electronic sensors. Yes, yeah, but as far as it goes for. Uh, the controls uh, on the left hand, you had uh, the usual controls, and you also had the little display on the uh, on the tank, which changed over to RPM, clock, trip one, trip two, and time. So, which of course we don't have that now, but um, yeah, I, I really I like the way like the way it handled, like the way it felt. Uh, How was the clutch? Was the clutch stiff or okay? no? No, the clutch was great. Chris was saying the clutch on his was like really. Was really it stiff? Hard. You thought it was stiff? Really? Yeah, very. I thought it was very stiff. That was the one thing that got to me. Really? That. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was stiff as shit. Wow! Like no, I got I off. I got off. Hand. My hand was like fucking cramped. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck, man?" Did you ride the new Fat Boy or no? No, no, I didn't have it available when I wanted to. But like we were talking about the weight, real quick, boy. But I have sat on it a few times, and I and right off the bat. I was mind blown by the fucking weight difference. I was like, "Holy shit!" I said, "My bike, you know, feels like a fucking ton of bricks now, from the new one." <laughs> I like that red one. That red one. That was red. Sweet. Wow, that looked yeah. fucking beautiful, bike man. I tell Absolutely you what, I did beautiful. notice that there was uh, the, the heat issue was significantly less mm-hmm. than what I have on my bike. Well, they're partially no water no. cooled. No. Air water. They're they, oil cooled. Oil. They're still. The same as they've always been. What they did was they routed the way that the oil runs is routed differently, and the capacity 
It, it holds a little bit more oil than it used to, and uh, it's got a much. It's got an oil cooler on it, but it's uh, the the routing is really what makes the difference. Oh, okay. That new oil cooler, but you know the seating. The seat was very comfortable. The 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 boards seem felt a little differently too, uh, but. It was, it was comfortable. I, I mean, on that short ride that I took with the, with the street glide, the new street glide, um, like talking about that, I didn't. That was another thing that I noticed too. I didn't feel. You didn't feel the heat. I didn't feel a waft of heat coming. No, out I didn't definitely all. did that at all. And it's not like it was a cold day. No, no, no not at all. No, no. I did not. I did not feel like any. Like, nope. Not I mean, like if you were like, gonna feel heat. Yeah. You would have definitely felt it on that. Certainly, day. it was, right, it was right, toasty, right. nice and toasty that day. Uh, the suspension, I thought the suspension was fine. What would I say? Suspension. It was great. Suspension. I thought it was great. I mean, it was, it was comfortable. And you hit a few potholes on that on that ride. You definitely hit some bumpy stuff. Oh well, the roads are caca. You know. Um, I don't know if maybe it was just something I was hitting in the road, but a couple bumps I hit, I heard this clanging noise, and I didn't know what it was coming from. I didn't know if that was something loose on the bike, or I don't know what it was because I only heard it once or twice, and then after that, I never heard it again. So maybe it might have been something in could the, road. Been the It could have been the keys in the saddlebag. Ah, that could have been it. That could have been something. Because right, it <laughs> sounded like it was coming from the back. Yep, could have been the keys in the saddlebag. Okay, well, that's it. So there you go. I, th- I think a great bike. I, but again, I'd like to get at least, and I'd like to get an hour on that bike just to ride it the way I ride. Just to get a good feel for it. All right, so there you go. Hey, um, how long have we been going already? Where are we at? Oh, really? Wow. You guys are like all sedate and everything. You, you, you okay? I'm exhausted. Oh, really? Don't worry. <laughs> I'm fucking exhausted. I'm today. out. Wow. What time do you go to work today? Tired. What time do you go to work this well, morning? Well, I was at work at 9.30, but it's th- this past couple weeks, I'm yawning even thinking about it. This past couple weeks, you know, when the weather broke has been. I can imagine. Well, no. and for me, well, for me, it's been burning <laughs> the candle at both ends because. You know, we're crazy at work, and it's not just limited to the weekend. It's We're busy as all get out during the week, too. And, you know, I know how limited this weather is around here in New Jersey. So, you know, you go to work early and you stay late, and then because you want to get out and enjoy the weather, you go out and you do shit after. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you don't get any sleep, and you do that yeah. every day. And yeah. you end up tired on Monday. Yeah. Are you playing? Guitar? Yeah. Is that what you're yeah. inferring? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I played it. Uh, I, actually, you know, it's funny you say that because. Are you doing some gigs? No, not right now. Um, because. You two guys were going to hook up well, and do stuff. I, I just picked up my guitar last night for all of about five minutes for the first time in at least two months. Wow. Smack him. Hit him. I just, Pick up that Parker yeah, behind you, slap him over the head with Parker. I got the ovation acoustic. But yeah, you, you, you pick and choose between uh, what you have time. In your limited time, you have well, you, to make. You still don't do any Elks stuff too, right? Well. Um, What's with the Elks? I, well, I, 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 not really. Um, <laughs> no. I mean, I, I go there once in a while, but I'm just an average guy there anymore. Oh, really? um, you're, not, you're not an official anymore? No. I, uh, you know, it's. It's one of those things that uh, you have to have time for. You have to have time for it. Uh, I don't have. There's a lot of things that I don't have time for, and you know, like Friday, I just put my uh, 
canoe and kayak racks on my Jeep, which I was amped about. <laughs> nice. But, uh, you know, then it becomes when you got a nice day, you know, are you out riding or are you taking the boat out? Right. You know what I mean? So it's like. Well, that's awesome, too, though. Why can't you do both? That's cool. You can. You can. But, you know, if you want to go and really do a substantial ride, you need hours. And if you want to go and really do a substantial float, you, you need, need hours. Hours, hours right. There's well, only so many hours. <laughs> this, have you gone camping with your bike? Yeah, I do it all the time. I'm telling you, man. A lot. I, I got to get, how, would you have like a like small type of tent that you hold with you? On a I have, uh, I bought a bag that was really cool. I'll show you bring it on me. your bike? Yeah, and I can fit pretty much anything I would need for like a day or two. See, that's it. what I would do. I would get that. So I, oh, I'd say, okay, here, this, here we go. I would do that. You've been camping. I've been camping. He's never been camping. No. I would like to do it. And Let I me. want to take him. We got to take him camping. Okay. Now, I have, I have a, 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 I have a two-man tent. Mm-hmm. Well, how big is your tent? Well, that sounds like a personal question. No, 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 no. I don't want Depend who she is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Okay. Uh, uh, I, have, I have a two and I have a four. Okay. That's for a big mama. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's for 2 a.m. Well, the idea. Yeah. <laughs> for 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> so I've got, I got a, I got a, a four, four person tent. It's a four person. I got a, I'm sorry. I have a four and a, I have a two and a four. That's what I have. Yeah. And they fold up really small, which is really cool. It's incredible. And I know how small you get. <laughs> and I've got, I've, really? The that fact small? that you can fit four people in something that ends up about this big wow. is, yeah. is wild. It's when, ama- when it's the first cool. time I ever went camping, my buddy brought me a tent. I'd never been camping before. And so I, I really didn't know what to expect. So I just showed up with beer and hot dogs, and I just figured, <laughs> well, this is, I figured this is what you do when you go camping, right? So uh, he goes, ah, you know, my buddy's got an extra tent. He goes, he'll let you borrow it. So he hands me... You know, the bag that yeah. a tent comes in. and th- It's the same, like, drawstring bag that those, like, fold-up chairs yeah. come in. Yeah. So I thought he'd accidentally handed me a chair. So I was like, because <laughs> I'd never even seen one before. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, what's this? And he's like, your tent. And I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to fit in this thing? And I started pulling it out, and it's like... I it's like a clown like, wow. fucking trick. <laughs> yeah, you pull it's a clown bag. Know, yeah. Right. yeah, you know, you, you feel like somebody's going to squirt you in the face with a flower. <laughs> <laughs> but the first time you have to try and figure out, out how to put that back. <laughs> yeah, the first time you have to try and figure out how to refold up a tent. I, I've got it down Dude, now. Oh, me too. Yeah. I've got it down to a science. I can fold a tent like you wouldn't believe. But man, that first time ever, that was a learning experience altogether. The first time, the first time you go camping, if you don't. Go with people that go all the time to really help you with the ins and outs of it, dude. Yeah, it's it, an experience. It's, oh my god, <laughs> it'll t- it'll take you hours to set. I remember the first time I went camping. Uh, I had the tent. I don't, I don't think we have it anymore. But it was an eight by ten tent. Then mm. this thing folded up to the size of a small duffel. Mm. All right, and it had two separate rooms. That little curtain he dropped out of so was a two room tent, and we had. We had cots that you put together and it made like a queen size bed inside. Dude, we had it all rigged up, dude. It was yeah. awesome. But it would take me three and a half hours to set everything up. Yeah, by the time we were done setting it up, you had to pack up and leave. Yeah. Much, yeah. <laughs> but uh, now I got it down to a point where it's just, you know, unfold the tent, boom, you're in. And it, so do you sleeping bag it? I sleeping bag it when it's cold. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I have this sleeping pad. Oh, dude, you're so uncomfortable. No. 
Oh, really? No. Only huh? sleeping pad. <laughs> no. I remember when, we, what was that, the, the Reynolds, what was that one up in New York City we went? The uh, Renaissance Fair? No. American? Yeah, Sounds what like. was the hippie fucking thing we went to years ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that, up in the mountains. The, uh, the Reynolds Mountain? Patty? Renner Ren- Mountain? Brenner's Mountain. Brenner's. Oh, yeah, Brenner's yeah, yeah, Mountain. yeah. yeah. Brenner's thing. Yeah. I remember I saw somebody had a tent, and they also, and they, and they had a uh, like an old army cot inside. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah. that seems like a perfect set. Yeah. That's, that's the, the downside to those things. And you, you look at it, and you say, well, that's perfect. They're great if all you do is sleep on your back. That's it. Yeah, the no army room. cots you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. But if you want to like, if you want to sleep on your stomach or sleep on your side, Good you'll luck. soon find out just how uncomfortable those things can be. The I have I have Thermarest makes it. That's the company. Yeah, <laughs> dude. I I'll bring it to like friends of mine's houses if I'm going to be staying over, and I'm not sure if they have an extra bed for me. That's how fucking comfortable this thing is, and it's like this thick. Okay, it's a self-inflating mattress, so. When you oh, get okay. when you get to where you're going, you just unscrew the cap, you throw it in the tent, and you sit by a fire and you do whatever you're doing and hanging out. And then when you're going to bed, you put like a couple, just like a couple puffs of air into it to finish out whatever it didn't do on itself, just to get it a little bit extra stiff. Close it, you're done. You lay on it, and it's. No, I get a I get a night's sleep on that like I'm sleeping at home. Now, wow. how, That's nice. now how how does that fold roll? What size does that fold up to? Uh, equi- about equivalent to your tent. Oh, okay, that's cool. Yeah, so we definitely got to get these two to go. I would because it would be an interesting experience. Oh yeah, all night long he'd be like chasing, like killing bugs. That's what he'd be doing all night long. <laughs> Tim would be complaining because he couldn't get any sleep because it was too noisy. I can't sleep. He'd be complaining it was too noisy with him killing bugs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You'd have crickets, and Timmy would go, Goddamn noise! <laughs> and then all you got to do is say, There's bears in the area, and then he'll never sleep. <laughs> Camping is one of the coolest things you can do. It is. I'll tell you what, you will sleep, and it'll be the best sleep you've ever had. I've be- slept outside before, the, so that's why the fresh I think I know air I is like Passing out on your front lawn because you couldn't make it <laughs> to the front door does not count as I think sleeping it does. outside. I no. think it does. <laughs> See, because I have two. Sleeping bags, but there's these. They're these um, twenty below um, sleeping bags. So, which means when it gets down to like you know, let's say twenty degrees above zero, you're still nice and toasty warm. But you know, when it's seventy degrees, you don't want to be sleeping in a you know no, no, no. You uh, just want a blanket, just something to throw over you. My rule of thumb, which was information that was passed down to me from a guy who knows way more about camping than I do. Was that you? That there's basically a 20 degree differential in a sleeping bag for what it's rated. So if it's a 20 degree sleeping bag, it's really rated for like 40 degrees. If they rate it as a zero, it's really good up to like 20. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so what we could do is we go out to Jim Thorpe. You ever been out there, Jim Thorpe? I haven't camped there. I've been okay. Out that they way. got a, w- a couple great campsites there. Right on the, they have a, right by the lake. I have a lot of campsites by where you were out there. Uh, there's a couple KOAs up by by that area up there. Uh, if you want to camp on my property, you're welcome to come up and do that. I got 95 acres of land that you can go ahead and camp on. Uh, you'll have to have you know, yeah and mountain. Welcome lines. to the motorcycle men camping segment. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I really, I really, I really want to take these guys camping. It'd be a lot of fun. We'll go to Jim Thorpe. It's like it takes like three hours to get there, but it'd be a nice, nice camp. We could do a long weekend. And I riding do, up well, this fantastic. I do a uh, I do a Labor Day camping rafting trip 
So if you guys want in on that, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, unfortunately, I'll be, I'll, or I'll already be upstate New York. What's well, in weekend. upstate New York? So oh, where at? Really? Where? Uh, well, Pond Eddie. I've heard of Pond. It's Eddie. along the Delaware. Oh, okay. Kind of like near the Hawk's Nest and all that. Right next to the Hawk's Nest. Ah, like, see. It's like minutes. There you go. And we can stop at Arlene and Tom's Diner like we did last time. Yeah, yeah. Lunch. Yeah. All right, we got it. All right, so we're going to get into now. This is our show topic is 10 things you didn't know about Harley Davidson. And we're going we're gonna to test Justin now to see if he knows. All right. Number one. You ready? Fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Harley Davidson made bicycles. True. Did you know that? The legendary motor company uh, manufactured bicycles for a year beginning in 1916. Most of the growing industry of motorcycle designs, engineering, and manufacturing began in the bicycle business. Mark, can you imagine having a Harley Davidson bicycle right now? What it Dude, would be worth? that would be absolutely intense. One hell of a collector's. You ain't kidding. Doing shitting. That's where I call um, up Jay Leno and say, hey, do you have one of these? <laughs> they stopped making bicycles in 1921. They probably shouldn't have. They should probably kept making them. Cause be, yeah, right? I know that because Especially I, during I posted, AMF I posted years, one right? of those pictures uh, on Facebook at one time. All right. Number nine. 1903 wasn't really the first year of Harley production. It was actually 1905. That's when they started. That's when they actually when their first year of production manufacturing was. That's when they had eight motorcycles they produ- produced in 1905. That was mass production. Mass production, yes. <laughs> All right. Fucking bicycle would have fucking. I tell you what, man. If Harley made one of those today, I would so buy one of them. I've been saying for a while. I wish Harley would come out with like a vintage line, where that would be so. Yeah, super badass. vintage line. Make like real. That would well, be make badass. what they used to make, but with modern technology. Yeah. So like you like bring out like a, a 2018 knucklehead. Bring out you know. Yeah, like yeah. How fucking cool would that. Oh be? man, that'd be badass. Mm-hmm. You know what? I would even say even if they did something like this. Mm-hmm. You know, small scale. Um, Electric. What's that old 50s ad we, we used to <laughs> what? post? The Glide? <laughs> I'm kidding. Huh? The Glide. What was that? The, the old hydro, 50s ad? Hydroglide. The Hydroglide. Hydroglide. Right. If they produce something like that, maybe something from the 30s or the 40s. Like the 2018 Hydroglide. That would be one pretty behind, cool. The one behind them would be. This right here on the May calendar right now, we have the 1943. WLA. Let me, let me, WLA, let me put my glasses on. That's pretty cool looking. Yes, there we go. The 1942, uh, 43? 42. 42. W-A-L-L. 42. W-A-L-L. 45. Yes. That's a, that's a cool looking bike. See, that, that, why should make something like that with the modern technology? It's a flat awesome. Should they put the, the rifle in the, in the Yes. Make it a water gun. A scar. <laughs> a scar L. A scar L on the front. I'm telling you what, man. I, I, if they did something like that, if they really started producing, like you said, a vintage line, that shit would so sell. Oh my god! It would go off the shelf. They couldn't. It would they be couldn't. Ridiculous. They, they couldn't stop. They couldn't. Yeah, it's they like manufacturing. They made a limited run would yeah, make more sense. Ma- yeah, manufacture a collectible line. Right. And y- y- they would fucking, only make a hundred. People would gobble tops. them up. A hundred of each. Yeah, people would gobble yeah. them up. It'd yeah. be nuts. You know, as stupid as it sounds, people are looking for AMF Harleys. And that's, yeah, that's the Harley that gave Harley the bad name. Right? So, I mean, like you throw in some vintage stuff like this, like that. Jesus, man, that'd be awesome. Bad, bad, ass. Retro. Yep. That's it. You heard it right Paris here. Number the, the, the Justin Brown Harley Davidson vintage line. There we go. 
Now to Dylan or you. If only. Number eight. As soon as it responds. What's wrong with your internet? <laughs> Harley didn't immediately dominate the motorcycle market. Um, more than 100 motorcycle manufacturers, manufacturers existed in the very beginning. Indian had nearly a five-year head start in terms of production. And Milwaukee barely sniffed out Indian exhaust during the When 1910, Harley was producing about 3,000 machines a year, while Indian figures were double that. Um, there you go. There you have it. So they weren't on top to start with. Harley became the world's largest motorcycle manufacturer by 1920. Wow. And now they're number two. Who's, well, who's number, number one? one? Yamaha or Honda? Honda. Honda knew it. <laughs> Worldwide. Worldwide, yes. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Number seven. Number seven. You know, no sound effects, no drum roll, no nothing. You guys are disappointing me. Thank you. Harley built a boxer-style twin-cylinder engine. That's oh, look cool. at that fucking thing. They should have made that thing. See? That's nice. Uh, it was a 584cc uh, W Sport from 1919 to 1922, an opposed twin engine with cylinders arranged in line with the wheels. Uh, patterned after the British Douglas. Wow. It produced a whopping six horsepower. Holy shit. Uh, the W was not especially fast, but its low center of gravity gave it a nimble handling thing. Uh, the lightweight model did not sell in large numbers. Its total production was 10,000. Having any of these things would be awesome right now. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? That'd be great. Um, yeah, what's now? So how many cc was the engine? 584. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah. For a boxer-style engine. That's crazy. Who never thought that? Number, Number six. six. Where's my drum Where, why's your, What's wrong with your internet, Tim? Uh, ten, we'll be, ten, we'll be ten, done ten. by 11 at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not me. It's not me. It's the internet. Stop responding. And tune in next week for the other five. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Number six. Did we miss one? Yeah, what the fuck did you do now? I did nothing. It skipped one. No, it didn't. It says six. Six. Now you just skipped one. No, I did not. What are you doing? Uh, It's your internet. It's doing something. Okay. Porsche designed a liquid cooled V4 engine for Harley in the 70s. Wow. See that? that? Did you know that? It was the mid 70s. Harley embarked on what would now be called the middleweight sport touring line, the Nova. Featured a comp. It's called the Nova. Featured a compact liquid cooled 60 degree V4 engine displacing 800 cc's. It was designed by Porsche. And uh, yeah, it was slated to eventually be built in a sport cruiser and racing configurations. Harley was then reciting, well, was then reciting uncomfortably under the corporate umbrella of like AMF. Do you know that? What's that? Looks, Looks like, like a, a Honda, Honda. Yes, and it was approaching a conclusion that it was time to cut its losses to find a buyer for Harley. True, and this, so that's when it was on the AMF in the year. AMF them, AMF man, motherfuckers dude. So. Um, a company that what could almost bought Harley was called F- uh, Fuqua. Oh, Christ. 
Man, that would have been awesome. Yeah, Fuqua. Right? Yeah. What do you ride, man? I'm riding a Fuqua. <laughs> a Harley Fuqua. <laughs> the also, fuck, the fucking the Fuquan t-shirts that would have come out from that would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. man, yeah. Also, uh, some of the companies that were considering buying a Harley were Caterpillar and Bangor Punta. Whoa, in that area you go. <laughs> Bangor Punta. But I tell you what, <laughs> man. <laughs> I, I, really, I really wish they would have uh, went forward with this. That's pretty cool. Next. Number five. What's wrong with your internet? Evil Knievel doesn't hold the distance record for jumping a Harley. But you didn't know that, Chris. He's the reason why. Well, he's he the most well-known. A gentleman named Bubba Blackwell in 2008 broke his record by jumping his XR750 157 feet. Uh, however, Seth Enslow in 2010 uh, is jumped uh, his bike. An XR twelve hundred, one hundred and eighty three point seven feet. Wow! Who's going to be the first to jump a, a, a liquid bike? I'm sure somebody's. If somebody hasn't done it already, somebody will be soon. Now electric that now car. that you said it, hey, heard this motorcycle man talking about jumping an electric bike. Electric Harley. Let's do it. Somebody's got to take a zero. Okay. One of the non-exploding zeros. Yes, yes. <laughs> and it explodes on impact. Yeah, oh, that would that would be awesome. See, now that would be great. It'd be awesome for everybody else but the rider. Harley Davidson has won world championships in road racing. Yes. See? In 1960, Harley bought 50% interest in Aramachi uh, factory, taking it over in 1974. And they, they built uh, two-stroke road racing bikes, and Harley rebadged them. Uh, three consecutive 250cc world championships from 74 to 76. And then by uh, then the 350cc title in 1977. And the MA Superbike ranks in 1994 with the VR1000. And that's it. That's it with them. So there you go. That's what they rode. Cool. So it's a Aramochi uh, disguised as a Harley Davidson or vice versa. Oh, it gives guys that are I would love to see them get into the uh, Grand Prix racing. You know, they, again, they're, this is where they have to take their, their engine, their designs, and they have to put it into a sport bike frame, which they don't have. Well, they they race. They play with the street. Because I like the Grand Prix racing. That's just badass. The street's, yeah, yeah, the street's well, not. Uh, those fucking Prix guys Prix are Prix fucking Prix crazy Prix. speed. But I'd like to see Harley get into that. GP's different, but... Like, well, when they had the Buell... GP is badass, man. I yeah, love Yeah, the GP, GP, that's what I'm talking about. It's fucking killer, man. That, those guys are fucking crazy. Number nine. Number three, seven, eight. Harleys have been manufactured in Japan. True. Uh, beginning in the early 1930s. I like that one right there. That's nice. uh, Rikuo International Combustion Company manufactured motorcycles under the license using HD tooling. The company name was actually eventually shortened to just Rico, the land of king or the continental king. That's what it's called. Built nearly 18,000 motorcycles between 37 and 42, many of which were employed by the military and police departments. Riku production continued following World War II until 1958. How about that? See? That's pretty cool. See, that right there is what I think would be be really great if Harley would produce something like that. That would be very cool. That'd be cool. Are you kidding like me? Retro. That'd be. <laughs> They're missing their calling card here. I'm doing that, man. All right. Going in number one to number two. They made two stroke engines as far back as 1948. Little one banger thumpers there. All right. 
despite its traditional reverence for the V-twin engine. He's going to make me want to go in uh, Jay Leno's garage and see if he owns all of these things. <laughs> right? no? I guarantee you he does. Harley Davidson did not disregard the practical appearance of the small two-stroke, and as a result of the Allied victory in World War II, the spoils of war were divided up between Harley and Britain's BSA. This gave uh, the Yanks the use of trustworthy DKW two-stroke singles. The model S125 later became the Hummer. Wow. You've seen the ads that I've posted on our uh, Instagram page, you know. Why does he look so happy? Because he got a Hummer. <laughs> right? Yeah, see? That's, yeah. that's a Chris ad. Yeah, it is. That's, that's actually a real, actual ad that they and Harley Davidson ran. And I believe this is number one, right? Coming up now. Harley built an inline four-cylinder. They built old men. <laughs> that's what. They have an old man here with very big glasses. They built an inline four-cylinder engine. <laughs> Why did I have a picture of that old guy? Because they don't have a picture of the bike. Because it never existed. In the mid-60s, with they the popularity of the four-cylinder engine growing, <laughs> especially in Europe, HD put in a transverse inline four through the design phases. It had a wooden mock-up made. And in the late 60s, Harley marketed department decided the air-cooled across-the-frame configuration would not be successful in the American market. Then Honda CB750 arrived in 69 and blew the minds of everybody. <laughs> so, see, Harley had the chance, and they said, That's still a popular motorcycle. Like a lot, lot of people with CB750. Yeah. There you go. Ten things you didn't know about Harley Davidson. Did you know any of those things, Justin? You don't. Uh, no, I, I, I did know a few of them. I, I did not know about the uh, 70s Porsche. Yeah, that's um, pretty cool, huh? That yeah, that, that, that Honda-looking thing. That one I didn't know about. Yeah. Um, there it is. At the uh, at the at the uh, a suggestion of one of our listeners, Chris Guy said, uh, "You know, you guys are looking for bikes to review. Well, why not review? Uh, have your listeners do a review of their bike." So, a uh, new feature that we're going to be doing starting uh, next week. I'll be uh, doing little fifteen-minute interviews with listeners and their bikes. That's, what, that's cool. What the, what do they ride? Work. Tell us about your bike and what you ride, and give us a review of it. So look forward to that coming up in uh, upcoming episodes. Uh, as far as it goes for, uh, we're moving on to events now. We've got Myrtle Beach Bike Week, which I will be at next week. Nice. On Wednesday, I will be at the uh, drag strip where they're doing the greet and meet, uh, the bikini contest, the Are you entered in that? I, I would not <laughs> even think about doing that. There are some things that people just shouldn't see, and that damn sure is one of them. Um, there's going to be drag races. There's going to be a vendor thing there. They're going to have a, a big, what they call a pig picking, which apparently uh, is a big pig on the stage. That's what you do at two and a half. Yeah, and uh, we're going to we're going to be really that. really desperate. And then on uh, Thursday and Friday, they're going to have drag races. And you can, if you have a motorcycle that you want to race your buddy, you can go to the racetrack. You go to the drag strip, and you, you can be able to get a English town. Yeah, used to. Well, you know what? Here's the interesting thing, which I didn't know. Might be coming back. Oh, really? oh, really? Oh, good. You have to tell us about that. Me and Tim saw that that one day. Remember when we yeah. went down there? That was the best part of going down in English town. That stupid swap meet that was caca. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. But we were watching everybody, all the regular people just racing pulling up with their yeah. bikes and racing. Yeah. yeah. Right. But was, uh, what the 170s guy, he was always doing it. He had his old, old bike, man, but he was tearing it up. Yep. Did you know that the, the one of the things that apparently has been going around for a while is that we naturally know as directors being a quarter mile long. But now the thing, what they're doing now is eighth mile. Because it's a faster race, it's more exciting, and apparently it's because, and it's over like in the blink of an eye. But 
it's more suitable for the regular guy in the bikes. I don't know. <laughs> so they're doing eighth mile drag, drag races now. Cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. So that's going to be going on uh, Thursday and Friday. And, they got, of course, they got the vendors all over the place. So if you see me, I'll be walking around. I'll have the Motorcycle Men t-shirt on. And I'll be down here. Uh, Maricades, June 4th to the 11th. Uh, originally, we were, Chris and I were going to be going, but now we're not going. What's might, that? What's that? I, I might go for a day. Or, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck, yeah, I'm, what doing. The fuck I'm doing. I don't know I'm not going to make no comments on it. Well, since my company kind of like changed their policy and <coughs> I lost a week's vacation, so I won't be going. But uh, so I'll be quitting my job. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go to work for Bergen Harley Davidson, <laughs> and you know, start in the stock room and you work your way up and you can become president. Apparently, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful thing it is a beautiful thing um motorcycle podcasters challenge is june 21st to july 11th and since you're not riding uh chad rosenblum is going to be riding for us thank you chad and uh you're going to ride right you already registered so you're going to ride are you going to ride for us you just reminded me i i got the email you sent me but i have not done anything with it okay do something did i register i can't remember i registered i registered you okay (laughs) <laughs> because you didn't. <laughs> so that's going to be happening. And, and uh, oddly enough, every other, there's like six podcasts already involved in it right now, uh, which is more than we've had any other year. And because uh, uh, listeners can ride for whatever podcast they want. And every other team right now has about 30 people riding for them. We've, we've got one. <laughs> so, <laughs> but we're going to kick their ass. <laughs> so buckle up, motherfucker. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the 10th annual Valor Ride here in New Jersey has happened on July 8th, and we'll get that going. And we won't talk about our fall ride, because Chris gets upset when you start talking about fall. Yeah, stop already. All right. um, summer ain't even here yet. Uh, got the, on the Chrome poll page, we got some new polls up on the Chrome poll page, and then we're going to button it up. And I think I, I made the mistake with this first one. What Harley Davidson do you currently own? Now, the thing is, I didn't change the setting to where you, you get one vote. So somebody in here was being a smartass, and because I already checked the roads, what what Harley Davidson do you currently own? And somebody decided that it was going to be their mission in life to click this button as many times as they could. And apparently, there's 38 people who own Street Series motorcycles. <laughs> <laughs> so they're saying 62 percent, uh, believe it or not, 11 percent are on touring, and 10 uh, percent are on soft tail. We got uh, Dinah and Sportster votes. Somebody's got a CVO, and we got other. I don't know what other could be, but some <laughs> some some douche. And I'm going to. I'm not. I, I have a funny feeling. I know who might have done this, it's but V-Rod. I think so. It could be a V Rod. That's the only thing that's not up there. Yeah, that's the only thing that's not up there. No, actually, that's not true. Well, yeah, that's true. Could be the spider. It could be a V Rod, or it could be an FXR. Right. So. So they have that's that's that end of that, and all the votes came from the east, most of the east coast Wait, of the but U.S. But then again, the Street Glide is the most popular Harley. Well, no, when it when it, when it said Street, no, series, he meant street. street. So he was talking about the, the guy who was being funny, like a, a racing bike, probably. No, no, because you know how so. I always say that the Street Series, the Harleys, is like a useless bike. They shouldn't, you know, blah blah. Oh, the, you talking the about the Street Five Hundred yeah, and the Three Seven Fifty? So I think that's. But now, now that you say that. I'm wondering if that's what everybody's thinking now that I meant the the street glide. That's what I thought. Right? Yeah, so okay. What brand motorcycle do you currently ride or own? All right. And what do you think this is? You should, that should have been the day only question. 
67% ride Harley Davidsons. And then you got 9% down to Honda. Got a one BMW. BMW. Um, Kawasaki. We got 8% Kawasaki. Some Ducati. Indian. One Indian. One victory. Uh, what do you know? Two Ducatis. Suzuki. No Moto Guzzi's. Well, well. All right. So there's that. Fine. Uh, GPS maker preference. You don't use GPS, do you, Justin? Uh, sometimes I put my phone in my tank. Okay. 68% of people are using Garmin's. Other. What kind of other people are you using? Waze, iPhone, Navman, LG cell phone, cell phone, Google. How are you using Google on your bike? <laughs> no, Google Maps. That's Google yeah, Maps. of course. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I'm that's, just, that's I'm what just, I would use, I'm too, just yeah. being stupid. What bike would you like to see Harley-Davidson produce and sell? Ooh. Your options are a dual sport bike, ADV, scrambler, sport bike, sport touring bike, scrambler. dirt bike, electric scrambler. bike, scooter, all of the above, or scrambler. other. Scrambler. Boop. A dual sport is the winner. Scrambler. Doesn't look like by much, though. Not by much, because ADV bike came in second. And scrambler came in third or fourth. Yeah, but I'd have to go with scrambler. Or sport touring bike. and electric bike are tied. Scrambler or adventure bike. I like that. It's like yeah. they make what is more important to you about a motorcycle? Performance, speed, agility, handling, comfort, ergonomics, appearance, styling, all of the above or other? It, it must have wheels. You're right. <laughs> Number one is all of the above. Second is comfort and ergonomics. Uh, appearance and styling comes in at third. Agility, handling comes in at fourth. And last is performance and speed. See, I'm really surprised at that. I yeah. thought that speed and performance would have been like the number yeah. one thing. Very funny. When thinking of purchasing a motorcycle, what considerations are you are most important to you? Price, appearance, brand, reputation, weight, seat height, performance, handling, aftermarket part availability, resale, trade value, practicality, multi-purpose, reliability, comfort, all of the above or other. And the results are in. Wow. Big spread, number one, reliability. How about that? Uh, two is a tie between price and comfort. And then the three is a tie between appearance, brand reputation, and handling. Well, isn't handling considered a... Oh, forget it. All right, I will. I, I had a thought. And it, just... it went away that fast, did it? From the moment you made that word and got to the microphone, it so went away. I tired. Oh, really? Okay, well, <laughs> Well, that was it. That was it for the... Uh, if you have any suggestions for a, another type of uh, Chrome poll, uh, let me know. Do we know how, what, like who... I don't even know how you would necessarily ask the question, but like... Who's the listener that lives the farthest? Oh, I can look at the demographics uh, from the Well, we uh, have somebody from, the, from, from the website. Europe. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, can, I, can, awesome. I can easily look at that. That's, I, I, will, I will tell you there right now because... Overseas, we have some folks from. Don't we have a guy in Japan too? A couple people. Oh, you're gonna find out right now. (laughs) And there goes stats. All right, we're gonna hear now. You're gonna find out where our listeners are from. Locations. Look at this. This is our listens. uh, Our average listener per episode, 732. It's not stellar, but you know what? Hey. That's not bad. That's 731 more than, uh, yeah. or seven, than, than I've got know, for anybody, anytime I talk about something. The last 90 <laughs> days, we've had you know 12,000 listens. So I'm not going to complain about that at all. 
locations. Here we go. We got uh, 3% are down in Australia, 1% in Asia, 8% in Europe. We got somebody down in Africa and somebody that five plays down in South America. Nice. And uh, 87% are in North America. The so, top cities. So where aren't we? Didn't we talk to the, didn't the guy from Australia email us a couple of times? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we forgot. Well, not in Japan. We're not in Norway. Well, Asia. And uh, Europe. Or Europe. Consider, look at well, it. Yeah, Europe goes, goes all, states, yeah. Uh, The top cities is Denver, Colorado. Wow. Uh, Middleburg, you Florida. Go Austin, you go, Denver. Apparently, Brick, New Jersey. Wait a minute. That's where I live. <laughs> yeah, you're um, checking every five minutes to see. We got It's all the listeners of Ted checking on this website. <laughs> Ted, <laughs> Ted checks the, the website every time he goes on vacation. Makes it look like <laughs> we've got all these different Is anybody on? <laughs> What's everybody listening on? I'm just curious. Everybody's listening to Apple iOS is number one. And uh, Buzzsprout, the people, nobody's listening on Buzzsprout, Embedded Player, other Android mobile devices or Apple. And desktop, everybody's using uh, other, I don't know, other could be, or iTunes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, the two biggest ones are Apple and uh, Android. And that's yep. the phone. That's it. Pretty I, I, I listen to it on my phone. Yeah. I usually listen to it on a PC, but that's me. Our most popular episode uh, was uh, when the episode 135, Ted, Tim, Chris, Justin, Kevin, and uh, Liza on Harley bashing. They got 846 listens. <laughs> oh, yeah. And number two, and this still cracks me up, it was episode 118 when we talked about the sound of fat and running around. <laughs> Remember we did the rutting thing? The yes. whole deers were rutting. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That whole, I, that's that was, for the longest time. That episode was number one because a lot of people have issues with deers. <laughs> Apparently, I guess. <laughs> All right, so um, there it is. There it is. That is it. And uh, next week, my next thing we have coming up is if uh, there'd be a gang war, that's a, that's exactly what you would say happen. Like rutting? if there was a gang, like suddenly, like a big deer comes out of the woods and calls out to all humans that there's going to be a gang fight between them and us. <laughs> You'd have a ton of fucking people show up. Like Planet be, of the Deer? Yeah, it'd be like, yeah, it'd be like that. It'd be like, it'd be like fucking humans against deer. It'd be like a shit-ass brawl. All right, go check out our Facebook page at uh, Motorcycle Men Podcast on Facebook. And, uh, of course, our website, MotorcycleMen.us. There's links to everything else you want to get to. Uh, the next show, I got an interview with Roman Rich of Hooked on Route 66. Anything you want to know about Route 66, you're going to learn about it on that episode. And I'll be interviewing Rich tomorrow. And, uh, again, uh, I'll be in Myrtle Beach next week. So if you're there, please come and say hi. In your face, sucker! That'll do, too. I don't care. Um, anything last before we sign off, boys? I'm good. Chris? Go fuck yourself. The F word count today. Oh, my God. One, two, three, four. I'm very low. Five. 15. I'm tired. This You're at about 20, bro. Again, I'm very tired today. <laughs> you say that every time. I should have been about 80. <laughs> yeah, you're falling behind. Well, I think the fact that you didn't have sound effects didn't really. That, that was that was a bummer. We yeah, to, most of my curses have, came from that fucking goddamn phone not working. Yeah. And my dongle missing. Yeah. Don't blame it on me. You fucking didn't. dongle. So, 21. <laughs> Let's, uh, it sounds like a personal problem. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. Uh, yeah, it is. People touching my dongle, dude. Well, <laughs> thank, thank you. you. Uh, my name is Ted, and this is uh, the Motorcycle Man Podcast. This has been episode 142. No screen. Uh, no screen. Well, because I'm, the, you know, you guys don't have the sound effects wrong. You guys are failing. So, burp. How, uh, did, how do you not have the sound effects? I don't know. <laughs> 
Uh, this whole fucking I'm thing. I'm Ted right here there. in the uh, V Twin Cafe with uh, Brother Tim. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brother Chris, the Joker. Say it here's my laugh right there. <laughs> Fuck you. That's horrible. <laughs> and of course, uh, Justin uh, Shoes. Clippity cop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that sounds like I've been drinking. Yeah. Clippity clop. Clippity clop. But that's it. And uh, okay, remember, people ride like nobody sees you, Chris. Yeah, just ride like nobody sees yeah. you because they don't, <laughs> and then you get you hit. Know, what, what, what's ironic is, is Chris took your advice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I rode no, like nobody take, saw he me. Didn't and... Take my advice, <laughs> Justin. You have anything to sign off with? No, I'm good. All right, boys and girls, thank you very much for listening. We are the Motorcycle Men, and remember, you say stupid crap so you don't have to. No sound effects. This sucks, man. No. We we need a box on the table that just has all the buttons for the sounds, and you just got to hit the button you want.